0: Coming up, we're going to be talking about our highlights of Disneyland for the year 2018. And a little bit later, we'll be doing the best and worst quick service in Disney California Adventure. So from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, and from points around Southern California, this is the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 754 of the Disneyland edition of The Diz Unplugged for the week of December 10th, 2018. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation, visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host, Ryan Clavin, and um, before I get started saying anything, I'm going to introduce everybody that's here with us today. So, all the way from California... But still in California. We've got Tyler Crouch. Hey, everyone. Katrina Manzoni. Hey, everybody. And Luella Loriola.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Hello. And then in the back, Mr. Craig Williams. Ahoy. Uh, well, uh, hey everybody! Um, I just want to let everybody know that uh, if you are not watching the Tuesday show, then you might not be aware of this. But our uh, shows go on a little bit of hiatus for uh, a week, a couple of weeks um, this time of year, and this will be the last Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged for the year. Um, we will still have other content going up on our YouTube channel, of course, so you can check that out at YouTube.com/disunplugged and get your um, Diz Unplugged fixed over the holidays. Um, but yeah, but uh, this has been a, a pretty interesting year for me specifically and for the Diz Unplugged and for the Disneyland uh, edition of the show as well. So I thought it might be good instead of doing our what we're most excited in the land for that we could just do kind of a, a look back on 2018 and talk a little bit about some highlights that we had. So, um, you know what, Luella, I'm going to start with you today.
1: Yes, well... 2018 was always an exciting year at the Disneyland Resort, but I really was excited for Pixar Fest and the layover, um, you know, the redo of the whole um, pier area. Um, we were so excited, in fact, that we actually stayed at the Grand that week of opening weekend, and uh, I actually coughed up the money of the $300 to go yeah. to be one of the first to experience it. Um, it was a lot of money, but I was, in general, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I thought they did a fantastic, beautiful job of Pixar Fest. Uh, I was able to ride in Credit Coaster and I thought they did. They that was a great layover. Um. Um, you know, what they did um, overlay. Mm-hmm. And uh, in general, I think that's probably been my highlight of 2018 Pixar Fest and the whole pier area, all the eating and the food and the dining. Uh, so that's for me. That's my number one. Yeah,
0: that's definitely it's definitely one of the, my highlights of 2018 because I I mean, I was lucky enough to um, go out there for a uh, media event that we are or a social media event that we were invited to partake in. Um, I had this random like. I was there for a day and a half, essentially. Oh. They flew me out on Tuesday, and I flew back out on Thursday. And um, it was cool. The the I had I was lucky enough to experience some of that stuff beforehand because, for those of you who don't know, the, the pier's been opening sort of in, like, phases, I want to say. Like, it's Definitely. not even completely it's, done.
1: It's, it, that's the problem, I thought, with um, the grand opening. Yeah. Not everything was there yet. Yeah,
0: right? They only yeah. just have Big Bong as of, like— a couple of days ago of recording this yeah. and and so you know it's been going the sweet shop wasn't open um in the beginning it wasn't open in july either it was it was opening yeah. like that week
2: when i left there and stuff so um and we still have two attractions coming jesse's carousel is yes. still coming yeah. and then also the uh, the emotional whirl or whatever they're gonna call it which is one of the old bugs land rides so yeah we still got still attractions to go it's kind of yeah. strange how how, how Kind of staggered this opening has been, but it's basically. I do love it overall.
0: Yeah, it was basically a grand opening to the name changing on the pier, I feel like, and the coaster. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, and
1: even Luxo Lamp Junior only yeah. showed up not too long. Yeah, ago. recently, yeah. To introduce everyone to the Pixar Pier, but, um, you know, it's still great. I love it.
0: I do really, really enjoy. I think Incredicoaster is definitely uh, a great addition to the park. I do understand it's just California screaming with the overlay, but, like, with the Incredibles theme song playing behind you and trying to race around and get Jack-Jack back, is, it just, it adds this whole element where it it adds in a story that wasn't necessarily there before, you know, um, so it brings that Disney storytelling into that attraction. And I I, I think it's a lot of fun. And I when we were doing that media event, I was able to like ride it several times during the throughout the day and the nighttime I've decided is the sweet spot for me for that attraction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I love characters. I think everybody knows that. I mean, I just I love it more than my kids. So to see Edna Mode there was so exciting yeah. on the ride and then a meet and greet that's that was enough for me
0: <laughs> did you know uh, do your kids go on the roller coaster too or is that just a just a mom thing? <laughs> um
1: my two youngest are too scared but my oldest does okay he can write it, and i can only ride it once sadly <laughs> but well, i wrote it yeah i need <laughs> I don't worry
0: yeah <laughs> i need i need I a space write, I can't Anytime. <laughs> well, it like makes me feel like my head is being depressed all the way back down into my chest, so I, I I I like to space it out. I can't do it in a row. There's a video of me having ridden it three times in a row on the channel somewhere, and it looks like I'm going to throw up. So yeah, because I was. <laughs> um, but no, that I, that whole pier area, I I there are a lot of highlights over there for me. Um, I I also. Um, Katrina, I think you want to talk about one of the highlights too, for you, which is one for me too, is the, um, the transformation of the Cove Bar into, and Ariel's into, um, Lamplight Lounge.
3: Yeah, I, the, so like, you know, everybody, we've, we've talked about it throughout the year when Lamplight Lounge opened and there's been like hits and misses of the whole thing, but all in all, I thought it was a really great transformation. Um, it's sad to see the princess stuff go from Ariel's Grotto, but I'm really happy that it's like a really cool lounge and for me the highlight was we were all able to go for my birthday to Lamplight lounge and I don't really get to have a lot of people around me on my birthday because of just the timing in August so I was it. really really happy for that that you were actually able to come out Rhino and yeah. uh, and then we were able to go in the private room of Lamplight lounge because we had Into the, the office. minimum the office the yeah. minimum amount of people to get in there which were like eight people so. We got to have like the little balcony overlooking uh, the Incredicoaster when they take off, so we're able to like wave to everybody.
0: It was. And they didn't
2: wave back.
3: No, <laughs> no they didn't wave back.
0: <laughs> it was that was a that was a cool experience for me too. I, like I said, I have a lot of highlights from this year. That being that was definitely one of them. That for those of you who don't know, the office is is a uh, like kind of a hidden room inside of Lamplight Lounge where, um, if you have a certain number of guests in your party, I don't. I don't know how they're still doing it because they said even to us then that they weren't sure how it was going to change. Sometimes you can go up and just ask really nicely, and they'll let you in. Because so, um, essentially, I don't know if they have it now, but there was no way to book that room specifically ahead of time. But they said that could change in the future. So, um, but you you have to like turn the uh, the knob. On the on the door and get like all the lights to click through and power up the door to open it up and then it and you go inside and there's a bunch of chairs and the table and they have all these old board games everywhere that you can play while you're waiting. But my highlight during that meal, beyond spending your birthday with you, was finally being able to uh, talk the waiter or the server into giving me the peanut butter and jelly sushi roll thing. (laughs) And he was not going to give it to me. And I was like, there are 10 people here earning thirty, you know, 30 to $40 each. You don't want to just bring me one. Like, come on, man. That Um, was
3: insane. Like I was surprised they were giving you such a hard time on it. Cause when we went with Pete, they're like, okay. Yeah. Like no big deal. You guys are ordering enough food. You know, it's not like I'm ordering it as an entree. It was more of like an appetizer. I
2: don't understand why (laughs) they do this sort of stuff with the kids meals. If somebody wants to order a kid's meal, just let them do it. I'm for a while at the Carte Circle Lounge, if you wanted to order one of the kids items and you were an adult, they would charge you double for it. So Katrina would get a grilled you know, she'd get it like a twenty dollar grilled cheese that was like this big and it's just like we I You would know.
3: fight for the price though. I'd be like, Absolutely not.
1: Yeah. But anyway, besides that, like I
2: just feel like they yeah. lose money by because then I just then we just don't Get any food there, you yeah. know. So it's just you like need
1: to borrow one of my kids. Just sit there. So that
2: you can yeah, really. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause, okay. Cause Leo, I for, I for the offer. <laughs> yeah. well, here, go with these
3: people. Yeah. <laughs> Let them sit there. We she need just to take you, you to Universal Studios Orlando so we can go ride that little like dinosaur ride. Yeah, I want to ride the
0: dinosaur <laughs> ride. She uh, the, uh... she just tricked you into babysitting. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I think <laughs> there you go. Um, that's
1: my secret. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I I do think that Lamplight Lounge for me I, for I know there was the hesitation. About the Cove Bar um, being transformed, but I, I still got still got the lobster nachos over there. I still enjoy them. Um, I it is sad to see the secret drink menu kind of get diminished a little bit in size and quantity, but the price st- goes up. Um, the drinks in
3: general are I, like not I, yeah. as great anymore, which is unfortunate.
2: Yeah, yeah, the drinks definitely used to be better. I, I somehow feel like. I somehow feel like they started realizing that people were going there to get pretty drunk, and they were like, "We got to tone these drinks down." Guys. Yeah, so they're very, I, I, su-
0: very sweet there. But I, I do yeah, enjoy it really because it, I feel like it makes that whole area into more of, um, an, I, I don't want to say upscale. Well, I want, I'm gonna say it, upscaled experience. Like it's if you're a massive Pixar fan, it's like, oh, look at my cool restaurant you can come into. But um, that was definitely a highlight for me too. Um, Tyler, did you come up with a highlight for you?
2: I did. I did. Mine's a little strange, but uh, I think that my highlight was the cancellation of the new hotel in downtown Disney because I... <laughs> I <can't. laughs>
3: because that's a good positive outlook. That's yeah.
2: Disneyland people for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think that it was going to be. It was going to create so much of a problem. It was going to. And it was going to raise the prices of all the hotel rooms. Um, and it just, it was going to be, um, a horrible, I don't know, an eyesore basically. I I thought, I thought that the hotel seemed cool at first, but then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, actually, this is probably not a good thing. We were going to lose all sorts of, you know, I mean, we already lost the SPN zone. That's probably not coming back. And now all the, now all the business businesses that went out are slowly starting to come back. The other, the other Starbucks just opened again or is about to open no, it just opened, I think. And um, and it's just like, it was... So the thing that excites me the most about the cancellation of the hotel, though, is that I really think that they're going to use that downtown Disney space to expand downtown Disney at this point.
3: More food choices. which
2: Which I would think would be really cool. One of the rumors I heard was that there's going to be kind of more, kind of like upscale, not upscale, but just like quick service locations that aren't, you know, like a McDonald's or something. It's going to be a nicer, a nicer quick service area, uh, kind of like, kind of like Disney Springs has a lot of those places like deluxe burger and things like that. I would like to see that out there. So that's one of the things that was my highlight. I was like, you know, it was really a shame that they, you know, uh, laid off so many people and all that stuff just so that none of this could go through. But, Hopefully, you know, in the long run, we see a, a turnaround for downtown Disney. So I, I'm hopeful that that's, that's why it's my highlight, because I'm hopeful that things will be better.
3: And we got a pedestrian bridge.
2: <laughs> a pedestrian bridge. <laughs> yeah, they're and building more, par-
3: a, but, more parking More parking. Yeah, more parking. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they're building a pedestrian bridge from the parking lot over to downtown Disney now. So, oh, interesting. That, so, yeah, that's something that is actually really needed because. It was really getting clogged up over there, and it was a pain in the butt. Uh, so, And more and more people are starting to realize, uh, yeah, the, the security lines at the trams are really bad. So if we walk, it'll just be better. And that's what's, you know, so hmm. it's just – it's a, the pedestrian bridge is a, is a required thing. And it, it just took us too long to get one. So.
3: Yeah.
0: What about you, Craig? I had to look up to m- double check, but uh, mm. do you do you have a highlight that you can think of? I'm sure you I, you've been a couple times this year.
4: Yeah. No, I was there uh, two or three times this year. I yeah. think uh, for me, it would have it just I was one of the few people I think that actually li- loved everything about Pixar Fest. Um, I I enjoyed the specialty limited time food options oh, that were available part of it. Mm-hmm. I really loved Together Forever the Pixar Nighttime Spectacular, whatever the entire full name was of it, I enjoyed watching the the Pixar Play Parade roll down Disneyland. So it's Blech. especially, you know, it's, it's nice to sometimes have parades that aren't as popular because then you can walk up in like 15 minutes before it starts and get a nice spot for it. And I was able to do that multiple times with this parade. And, you know, it just... It, I, it it hit for me in all the right ways with with the with Pixar Fest just because of how much Pixar means to me. So uh, while while it wasn't the most popular thing overall, it it worked for me. Yeah. So. That's that's all I have to say. I, I thought about you were that. gonna
0: say going with your wife to experience Pixar Fest. <laughs> well, I mean but, I,
4: I, that was part <laughs> of it. <laughs> and, I mean it's a lot of stuff you have already covered. So it's, I I was so happy that I got to take my wife to see Pixar Fest because she was so upset when we were out there for right. I think it was like a week after it started when we were there in in uh, April. Yeah, and. So that was her, like, or March, I don't even remember now. Uh, that was, like, one of her biggest things that she was very irritated with, that I was getting to see all the Pixar stuff yeah. uh, without her, because that's that's one of the things that we both share in common is our love for Pixar. So then to be able to take her out there and see the Pixar Pier after it opened, and, uh, you know, it's we basically saw it in its state that it's in right now, with the exception of Luxo and Bing Bong's was open. Just no Bing Bong there, as we've already said. Uh, now he is. But, yeah, but no, we, got, we got to see it and experience everything, eat at Angry Dogs, get my cookie num-num, mm, and cookie just num-num. hit all the highlights, tried out the Abominable Snowman's frozen treats, like just everything. I do it, look so. forward
0: to trying those again when it's not immediately melting in my hand. That was the hard part about... When I when I experienced that one was like they handed it to me and it was like just dripping down everywhere. And I was like, oh, this time of year, it might be a little better. But I it, did enjoy that. It might be. It's a be.
4: little chilly when you're going to be out next. So, yeah.
3: And the lines died down like like tenfold. Like it there's like no
1: line anymore.
0: Yeah.
3: But well, I think good.
1: every inch of that tier is so well themed. There is a Instagram pictureable moment everywhere. I love it. I love it, even you down to all the hot sauce at Angry Dogs.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's I. That is, I see. That's what I love about Angry Dogs is the the fun sauces and everything like that. And I, I love that yeah. that carries. I, I just like that it can carry through to like the churro cart even you know you've got all the different types of churros they have ne- there now and then like you said the well they have a lot of really awesome instagrammable uh you know stuff that's kind of changing all the time too a little bit too right like because they had the yes. they like they had the hearts that were making the the luxo ball and then uh, i believe it's wally now and who knows what it'll be next but i i do enjoy that for for me i i i have been to disneyland more this year um definitely the most this year than I've been in a long time. I was fortunate enough to do an adventures by Disney um in August at Backstage Magic tour which was really cool. Um in Craig, I know you've done that one twice maybe. Mm-hmm. Um and uh that was a really interesting experience to be able to go to like the Jim Henson Studios to see Imagineering um and then ha- uh, go to Disneyland and it was Eli was uh uh, came with me and it was kind of cool to bring somebody for their first uh, Disneyland experience out there too, and kind of see how it was going to go. Cause you know, everybody has their very specific, like I want you to do this and see this and experience this. And it was weird to do that, but with adventures by Disney and have to let like somebody else do it. So um, that was definitely a highlight for me. Ouch. Uh, I, I really enjoyed, it was incredibly stressful to do while we were doing it but i when i think back on it i do enjoy our experience of what we love about disneyland the video series that we did um we did this right after we had craig and myself and pete had been in italy for like over two weeks and then like a week and a half later we went to disneyland for a week to film this thing that we were like just kind of going non-stop for and I look back on just the little thirty second opening video I did, and it's just like I don't remember necessarily all the the difficult stuff that went into making that. I, I think about like Teresa smiling in the teacups and and that makes me think about the story where she ran the kid over in the scooter now and like so it makes me smile <laughs> and I, oh, that, I also,
4: when we got in the teacups together, she had had a knee injury, and if you don't know me. I am about six foot four in in my heels or just normal shoes, whatever you want to call them. Your pumps, and yeah, my <laughs> pumps. And so I got in the teacup. Teresa got in first because I'm like, okay, go sit down in there first and get comfortable. Then I'll come in and. By that point, there was no room left. So I just (laughs) kick her knee like first thing, and so she was like on the verge of tears just before we started moving. And then I made her sick, spinning it all around, trying to get the perfect shot for it. But uh, that's I I can say it because Pete's not in the room now, and it's a little peek behind the curtains. But it's is awesome what came of that because. It was a I nightmare. I don't think, to do. yeah, there was, it was a nightmare to do, and Pete would not really <laughs> give us any ideas about what was going to happen. No. The only <laughs> thing that we knew for sure that was happening is who was going to be there and what locations Disney picked out for us. It, yeah. Beyond that, we didn't have a single clue I of think we what was actually going to happen. We were for
0: seven days, and two of those days we had a schedule. Yeah. And the rest is like what Craig said we knew who was there. We didn't know who was filming who, we didn't know what they were filming. Also, the interviews took place after we had the time to film stuff. So it essentially became everybody wrote something down on a piece of paper about what they were going to say. Nobody said what they were going to say and everybody said something else. So that was fun the last day trying to figure out, (laughs) do I have enough footage for this? Do I have enough of this? But it, it was one of those moments looking back on it that I, I saw, you know, there were shots that I was going through and I was like, there are some really cool, looking like little seconds of shots in there. And do I ever want to do a video series like that again? Probably not. But I I think about it and it just, it was one of those like chaotic things that somehow came together.
4: I will never forget on that final day too. No one was with me. I went in the park by myself first thing in the morning. Tyler was sitting up for best and worst shows, and you were sleeping sleeping. like always. (laughs) And I went in and rode Splash Mountain because I need. I had the GoPro with me, and I needed to record it because one person I think mentioned Splash Mountain. I don't even think the footage got used. No, it did not. After (laughs) all said and done, (laughs) but Splash Mountain in Disneyland is one of those things that it can be one of the most enjoyable rides, or it can be. A nightmare and in my situation I of course wanted to be in the front row because I had the GoPro and I was like okay oh, hopefully they balance me out with some heavy nope. people in the back no I would say <laughs> there was two individuals right behind me that either weighed the same or actually probably more than me all in the front so oh, no. we didn't we did not the first lift hill where you do your first dip down by that point, it was already completely soaked before we went oh down my a God. single. I drop. need to see that footage. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's on a GoPro somewhere. I, I
0: was gonna say, I don't even think I have that footage. Yeah, it, Be, like because I mean, nobody ended up mentioning it, so I didn't need
4: it. Yeah, and I had my backpack with me. It had my good camera in there. Oh, like Lord. I had yeah. every I remember with you me. being
0: soaking wet <laughs> yeah. when I saw you. Cause I I don't remember if I met you in the park or you came back to the hotel, but I remember you were just like Drenched, and I was like, What happened? Like,
4: it's uh, and I've been in that situation with other people before where they're the ones who get it, and I'm safe. But this was like, it's the first 30 seconds of the ride, it already was a typhoon inside the (laughs) log. And that doesn't that happens every single time you dip back down after a drop, or even some areas where it's just like it feels like the water gets a little higher and there's more room for the boat to dip down. So if you're heavy. I recommend asking to sit in the back of the log on Splash Mountain, unless you really want that good video.
0: What's great about what it was great about that trip, like they they can be, I, I, when you see a video like the what we love about Disneyland, it, I I'm not trying to toot our own horn, but the whole when when I find success, the success is making it look effortless. So. I edited that video nonstop for weeks from like 8 a.m. until 2 a.m. every day. And so it took me a long time to do it. But I, you know, I now we have that little time capsule of like that thing that I will remember the good stuff, but when we film a video like that we are when we are at the parks it's not just the editing takes that long but we're in the parks like park we were in the park like I don't know like 6 like a.m one day until like it closes because Craig and I when we are out there do not waste a second of time in Disneyland we don't want to be there but what was cool is we still find a little way to try something new every time. And what I love looking back and this isn't at Disneyland, but it's about a Disneyland trip was we got to go to the brewery on that trip. Yeah. And that was a really cool place that I have since gone back to too, that I, I, and we stayed at a new hotel that I hadn't stayed at either the hotel Indigo. And I really liked that too. So there was like, there's a lot of real, you got to look for your highlights in there and like, yeah.
2: that's what it's all and, about. Yeah. But speaking um, about making those, those videos too, like I, uh, I can't believe I forgot about this, but a huge highlight for me was going into the Dream Suite. Like when yeah. we got to go into the Dream Suite, that was the first time I ever been in there. And when when we were interviewing Charles and stuff like that, uh, like sometimes I would like walk in and see how Katrina was doing or whatever.
3: I'd be crying the whole time. Just the tour, like, yeah. <laughs> I was crying the whole time in the but lobby. they
2: ha- they 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 basically they didn't want us to be alone, so they had a tour guide with us the entire time like a plaid and she was just kind of setting, there's like little effects that happen. There's like a, in the, in the living room area, there's like the clock can do all these different things. There was like a Tiki room one where the birds like started coming to life throughout the living room and they all started singing the Tiki room. And there was the jungle cruise uh, or jungle book bedroom where like it was amazing. They had all these different projectors on the walls and stuff. And you could see a pirate ship appear out of nowhere. And there was a painting on the wall where um mermaids would just appear suddenly like it it was it was great and i've never uh you know i never got to see magical. any of that stuff before so it was fantastic going up there too that was a great I highlight. didn't
0: take any of the napkins from the bathroom in there.
3: We did not take any at all.
0: Yeah. We were we did not. I, we respected I I'm it sitting like right we over were there. supposed to. Shut
4: um but <laughs> even that filming location in front of the castle i know that you yeah. and Tyler got to use it again. Uh, With the with the um, Masters of of Magic. Magic series, but like for us, the first time being like when we were up in the Dream Suite, a lot of it was before park opened. Yeah, so it wasn't like anything major. But then the the location we were at in front of the castle, like. It that was, was a huge production. The lights were massive. There were so many people there. And, like, it, I really don't want to say it sounded like an egocentric maniac, but no, you felt it like was a celebrity. Yeah, it yeah. was fun having people like look at us, like, who are they? And we're like, yeah. You will
0: never that was find out we no, are.
3: Though, like, your business. My interview was there and it was yeah. so scary having people stare at me the whole time. But it was fun, though. I was behind the castle.
0: Oh, yeah. Try uh, having castle. your camera fail halfway through the interview and having no one there for that one. That one was fun. Um,
1: but I think as for me, like someone who was watching it and didn't know how all this production is, it does look beautifully done, effortless. I I wouldn't even know all that stuff happened just watching the film. So I think, you know, job well done. Really. Oh, well, thank you. It's yeah. a lovely, lovely
4: You'll be in the lovely, next one. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check <No. laughs> your Venmo account. Your tip just no, got added. I, that's, yeah.
1: it, I everything you're saying, I, would not, I can't even I, fathom that happened. Well, it's what's great.
0: really cool is Disneyland, um, the people when we work with them on something like this, uh, they are – in they're very accommodating and they do what we can so if they're like oh you guys want to film something like this well, let's see what we can do they're, they always say let's see what we can do and one of the things that i was really into that time of year too is they added the black panther meet and greet so they set up um they brought me in to meet the black panther and uh at that time it was the um the scarlet not scarlet witch uh black widow was in there with him and they had like the door was outside and it was cool because they had me come in the room first and then he came in after and so i had a little bit of an extended interaction with that, with him and uh it was it was i would get very nervous talking to the characters and so it was very nerve wracking but I, I i think very fondly of i loved the black panther movie but now i have this like little special black panther memory too where like we chatted for a few minutes and it it was really cool so um yeah other than that i mean I Luella and I were talking about it before the show, but the return of paint the night is definitely a highlight was a highlight for me. I know it it's gone again currently at the moment, but uh, I I love that. I don't love parades. I love that parade so much.
1: Everything about it, the music, the floats it just gets you pumped up the first time that it was at dca and i think it was um you know because there's no world of color so it's nice to have something an evening uh parade over there so and i just i love that parade too i i never want to see it go i when everyone was sad about electrical parade going i could understand that but when you see paint the night it's hands down, I think the best parade that yeah. Disney has.
0: I agree. I completely agree. But, um, well, the, yeah, so those were our highlights of Disneyland. I'm sure the second we are done recording this episode, we're going to be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to mention this or that <laughs> yeah. or anything. But um, I, I, I I have had some really cool experiences. Like I said, the Adventures by Disney. Um, I That Pixar media event I went to was really cool because we got to experience all that, uh, that Pixar Pier stuff that I was talking about. But they also... Like, told us how Disney thinks about social media. And I'm always thinking about that now. And that's, it's just a fascinating thing. So it's, I feel like I've gotten a lot closer with Disneyland this year. So,
3: you know, we're we're
0: becoming more intimate, Disneyland and I. Uh, But yeah, so, well, thank you guys for having that little conversation with us. Let's move on to our best and worst quick service in Disney California Adventure. Um, For those of you who might have watched last week's episode, you saw that we did this in uh, for Disneyland Park. And now we thought, why not do it for California Adventure uh, as a little... Before the end of the year, um, so what we did, we just kind of kept it the same format that Pete had it at. Rather than rank them all, we just picked a favorite and a least favorite. Now, I struggled. What do you think? Let's do let's do worst first. Okay. And I'm gonna start with Craig.
4: <laughs> okay, I went back and forth on uh, on this one because originally I was going to say Corn Dog Castle because it's sacrilege to eat there i've I, I i will say i did like during pixar fest when they did have the the one specialty corn dog that had like the three That's the different only
0: time i've eaten there and that was yeah, good
4: the the three different ones in there but um you know your standard options you have the the regular corn dog you have the hot link dog and then you have the cheese dog and I think a lot of my hatred for that stemmed because of the cheese dog. It's not, there's no hot dog in it, it's just a freaking piece of cheese. Inside a corn dog, outside. It
2: sounds like, it's like hot attack. dog on a stick. They do the same yeah, thing.
4: Yeah, I, I get that, but lots of people like lose their mind over this, and it's like it's freaking cheese <laughs> in a corn dog. It's not. It's not He's anything to get excited about. about. Yeah. I am very passionate it, about it. It's
2: like a deep fried grilled
4: cheese. I don't know. Yeah, I no, think it's it's, all right. it's stupid. But I, you know what? I figured because I did have the, I, I was cool with like the Pixar Fest thing, and you know what? It's. It, it's still not as good as a, a a Disneyland corn dog from the Little Red Wagon, but it's not it's not inedible. I can't call it the worst, but I hate the Chinese restaurant, the Lucky Fortune. I okay, and yeah, that's that. Like I I know he said that. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like theme park Chinese food. I agree I with you just about don't that. Like it.
0: I, I, um, my thing is there's nothing really. It, it's it's kind of, you know, Chinese food. Everybody likes the Chinese food from the town where you're from, I guess. You know what I mean? You the, the Chinese food you grew up with and stuff. And usually it's not priced the same amount as Disney food. But I will say there are, this is actually my least favorite, um, was the Lucky Dragon 2. I have the least amount of experience with it, I think. But there is a tea there, though, that I really like that's like an iced tea that has like this foam on it that's really good. And I like there's like dumplings. But that, other than that, I, I don't really get anything to eat it's there. It's just
4: though. calories you're wasting in between margaritas
0: <laughs> and beer. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Luella, you this is your least favorite too, though, isn't it?
1: I think it's my least favorite although you know, I'm Asian and sometimes I'm with like my cousin and they want rice and Uh-oh. we can get rice there like pure Asian rice. So, but it's it's just not that good and <laughs> you have to desperately feel like at least some Asian type of food to eat there. I like that there's an option there, yeah. but it's expensive. It's not that great. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think
0: it holds it, up to what's around it. You know, you're, yes. it's nestled yeah. in right there with several other places. And it's, so it, it's like, it's almost like it's not good by comparison. You know, yeah. if it and was isolated, when I'm people, maybe.
1: they're like, I want to eat that. I'm like, you really, okay, I'm telling you now. And you know, they, they get their fix. I guess that's what it is. They just feel like some Asian food, so it's yeah. fine. But I was like, oh, even for a quick service with a $1 sign, I feel like it's a waste of money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. well, what about, uh What about you, uh, Katrina? What do you think?
1: Award wieners.
3: What? I hate it. I hate it. It's just... I love award <laughs> winners. It's so themed. I just... I Every time, like, well, if we have to go, it's just it's either the it's too long of a line and then it's a horrible wait to get your food it's supposed to be quick service it's supposed to be quick they have to hand you a number and then and then everybody's just like hanging out at the window because they don't get it just to like back off and wait for your number to be called and then when you try to go sit down there's nowhere to sit down because everybody's just using that overhang as shade and like sitting there and like whatever and then for me i just don't like theme park hot dogs like there's like, what? like good hot dogs with natural casing but like they're they're gross and I just bleh, I can't
4: I, I will say <laughs> I agree with you this line is always stupid long for yeah. some reason and People I like don't it. yeah no I'm, I'm saying it's it's I actually think the hot dogs here are good but uh, I'm always deterred from actually eating there because I don't want to deal with that line at all and like the it, it, so, I, I don't understand what takes so long. It's simple food that should be able to be made fast.
0: I, I mean, I'll give you that. It is a hot dog stand. I will disagree completely with not liking a theme park hot dog, though. The <laughs> best type of hot dogs are the ones that are handed to you, wrapped up in tinfoil from some mystery man's cart. But I... Oh, well, gosh. Mm, no, <laughs> no. I, I, the more sketchy the, plate, the hot dog comes from, the better it is. But... Um, I, what I love about award winners though, is that they rotate, like that there's always a a featured item there, you know? And I, I mean, Disneyland's great about that in general, but always specifically award winners has something, you know, I think that's, I like that about them. I don't know. And
4: I like that it has one of the funnest names to say. Yeah. None (laughs) of the most fun names to say. I like it is very fun. Yeah. I like how tacky it looks like that street. has a lot of issues. But then when you get to award wieners, it's like, this is the essence of everything that is wrong with this entire <laughs> oh, area you right now. Schmoozies or? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and schmoozies, too, yeah, between I, the two of them. I, schmoozies <laughs> is easily my least favorite name thing in anywhere ever. Like, when I walk up to that, like, don't get me wrong, I don't mind the menu of it. It's just one of those where I'm like, I don't want to be like, let's go to schmoozies. Yeah. I don't like saying you know what
1: I like about award Winners. Uh, when I first saw award Winners, it I felt the inspiration was pinks in Hollywood. So because of all these different themes. So I I, I don't know. I like that place.
0: Yeah. Oh Katrina, so, it's okay to Katrina, be Katrina, wrong. Katrina, Oh, she's picking up Pete, Pete idioms right there. I'd say we vote her off. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the feed. Cut the feed, Tyler. Um <laughs> uh, just push her out of frame. Push her out of frame. Um That's fine. You're entitled to an opinion i guess um so no. tyler this what do you think a, though
2: this leads me into uh which i think is the worst quick service location which is angry dogs i think angry dogs <sighs> is, it is basically award winners with much less choice and you guys you just talking don't about, like i dogs. know how you were talking about how you love the fun sauces and stuff earlier yeah. it's literally ketchup mustard and like and, like, buffalo sauce. How dare like, you? There are, there there's, are, like, a spicy ketchup as well. There's a Chipotle and something it's or like, other. It's really, I don't know. To me, I, I'm just, like, it's the most thoughtless quick service in the entire Uh, thoughtless yeah like they didn't put any they didn't put much thought into what it was gonna be the
0: mad what is his name mad anger 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 is like (laughs) mad 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 man they have his like (laughs) his head glowing when he's like exploding they renamed all the sauces
4: i i do i love the hot dogs there i love the sauces the only thing i will say is i don't like being handed a, a bag of hot fries is like the side option with it yeah i get that that like does follow suit in spicy fries i was gonna
0: say if you just negate my hot dog with that to you no 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 no
4: no 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 no. i i I like the dogs there i wish um i just wish they would come up with something better to serve on the side than just hand you a bag of of hot fries with it that's just kind of it's a little lazy
2: I just think it's so expensive for them to hand – and I, personally, I think a, b- a bag hot dog is the worst thing I could get. It's like you might as well put like some some wet socks in there because that's what that's what it smells like when you open it up. And it's just like – so they give you a plain – it's like 10 bucks and they give you a plain hot dog and a bag of Cheetos and I'm just like – yeah. What's the point of this? I don't know. This it, is
3: worse than award wieners. At least you get like potato. Yeah, like at award potato wieners, potato things.
2: Yeah, at award wieners, they have like they have the fries. They have like, you know, and then they have all the different toppings you can get on your hot dogs. They have plenty of different. So I'm not a hot dog person. I've said that countless times, um, but at least at award wieners, they give you like a bunch of different choices. At 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 Angry Dogs, it's like you get the spicy dog or the plain regular dog, and. It's just nothing that I would ever, ever do. Oh, ever see, again, the so. Angry
0: Dog, I like how it's, like, spicy. I And you don't even have to like put a sauce on if you don't want. Obviously, you're going to. But I I, <laughs> I don't know. I. It's just a cart, though. It's supposed to just be, like, a grab a hot dog and keep moving sort of a thing. It is just yeah, a cart.
1: It's good for, like, kids. So, you know, here I am. I'm going to grab this for my kids because they don't – and then – you can make it as spicy or as plain as you want. So that's where they have the option. But I think it's really meant for like a quick for the kids.
2: I understand that. But if, but like also next door, they have the poultry palace and I think poultry palace is a much better choice for that type of thing. So like me personally, I like the chicken over there much more than I would like getting a hot dog. So, Mm uh, you know, and I'm not a kid, so I'm not, you know, I, I I can only do it from my point of view of what, what I like. My
0: issue with poultry palace is like you get a box of hot chicken in the sun and there's nowhere to go with it really and so you're just kind of like cover like you're like a raccoon who has just gotten (laughs) into the trash with like bones and meat and like i don't dislike uh poultry palace but it was not my favorite of the pixar like when we experienced it and everything so i i don't know
4: i uh, i have a question not yes. relating to this, but another one that I've eaten at before that I haven't eaten at in a while now because I wasn't impressed with it the first time. Has smoke jumpers gotten better?
2: Uh well, so are you so do you mean specifically smoke jumpers or I I ate there? there when it reopened. Okay, yeah. So I mean I personally think that there are certain things at smoke jumpers that are pretty tasty and there's certain things that you never want to order. I would they've definitely upped their game in like the French fries and like onion rings department over time. And I've seen people say like, they haven't changed their onion rings, but they definitely have. I don't care what anybody says. Um, and and (laughs) it's one of those things where like you can get, um, they have the jackfruit barbecue sandwich there, which is really kind of a strange thing. It's like, basically it's like pulled pork. They kind of emulate pulled pork with it, but it is super tasty. Um, but then last time we went, Katrina got a cheeseburger, and it was like the driest. It was like they made it out of sawdust. So, yeah. The um, fries
3: were good. Yeah. And my brownie was delicious. And
2: they have this s'mores <laughs> dessert there that is like – I'm surprised it's not one of the things that people say you need to go and try this s'more on a regular basis because it's this gigantic marshmallow – that they like have chocolate and cookies and and uh, graham cracker in there, and it is five
3: dollars. Like, yeah, pretty and it's much.
2: five bucks, and you could share that with somebody, and that's a super tasty dessert. Um, so to me, it really depends on what you're going to order at Smoke Jumpers. Okay. I I I didn't put. I thought about it for a split second, but I think they've actually gotten better. And I do like the topping bar over there too. You can put on as many like jalapenos as you want because I'm sick in the head. So. Um, yeah, yeah that, I, it's just personally yeah. like
1: it. I like smoke jumpers, but it's 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 burgers and fries and, you know, simple food.
4: Yeah, that, it's just Bottle one of those fries. places I never like after the first time I went there. It was like I'm not impressed enough to go back. The same thing with the um, uh, the boardwalk pasta place like I didn't.
3: Oh, bummer. I don't oh, care
4: bummer. for that.
0: But, oh,
3: you the know, what? that was close too, for a
4: while, wasn't
0: pizza?
4: it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I ate there that I ate there once and that was right after I almost threw up on uh, California Screaming. Remember that time? <laughs> and I was in the corner. Yeah, that was good. Yeah.
3: Um, but well, I would that's... say Boardwalk Pizza is better than Alien Pizza Planet.
0: I would go. I'd say yeah. that too. Okay, okay, I'll give it another shot. No. Right. <laughs> um, well, uh, what about our favorites? Um, so, uh, Katrina, redeem yourself. What's your favorite?
3: <laughs> God I hope you're a cilantro fan I'm going to say Kukuno Oh no nope, cut the feed We're done Oh jeez
0: <laughs> don't like cilantro? No. I can't
3: win with him
0: I hate cilantro
3: Oh my gosh That that place is delicious I don't know if that's probably yours too Tyler But ever since they Spoilers. redid the menu I love eating here now like, I didn't hear what you If we need get said. a quick bite to eat We'll go over there And just I'll get a I don't know Like a burrito bowl or whatever And it's delicious oh, I've you're never ta- had any bad time there
0: Are you talking about Cafe Cucamonga?
3: Huh? Cosina. Cosina.
0: Cosina. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I was so uh-huh. upset about your um, cilantro comment that I I
3: uh, blacked out. For yeah. A second. I pretty much just <laughs> blocked
0: out everything you said. Uh, <laughs> I do like this place, though. I will say that. Yeah. I the cilantro does not actually bother me too much here. Um, I the the torta the the sandwich was good. They Abogata. had a really yeah. really good um, dessert as part of the Pixar. Um, uh, the Pixar fest that was going on. They had a Miguel dessert there that was really good. Um, and I've honestly, I've enjoyed everything I've eaten there. I've had like a salad. I've had the torta. I've had uh, some tacos, I think too, at one point, but um, I like it. It's a Good place. Yeah. What about? I, I'm curious, Luella, do you, where do you go when you like, Luella, tell us yours Next. But how do you kids (laughs) feel about these two?
1: Well, I don't know. I don't think anyone would choose this, but I love it. I love the Cozy Cone Cafe. Oh, no, I I love that place. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. And it's just all these different cones. Yeah. And it's just like the movie. And I have gone there specifically just to eat a chili cone queso. I love the chili cone queso. (laughs) And it's shaped like a cone. And, you know, it's quick. This place is really quick. You can get your churros at one stand. You can get alcoholic beverages if you want. You get popcorn, ice cream. So I love the cozy cone.
0: I actually, I I almost wrote that down, but I was like, no, because I was like, in my heart, I consider it a snack because I don't want people to judge me for eating lunch twice in a row. So, but I am a hundred (laughs) percent with you. Anybody who knows me, if you're coming with me and we're going to California Adventure, we are stopping at that area. I am getting a cone filled with delicious whatever. And I am, I am all about it. Yeah, and bread it.
1: cone, and my yeah. kids like it. And um, it's—I don't really think they accept annual pass discount there, so maybe it's kind of like a cart. But uh, it's, I, I love it. It's good.
4: Um, what about you, Craig? Well, I mean, that's—I would say cozy cone. I'd, if we want to just call it a straight snack, then I'll leave it off. My second would be—I uh, always think flows is a good fallback on. It's not offensive in any way. It's pretty straightforward, but every time I've eaten there, whether it's for breakfast or or their lunch slash dinner breakfast options, good, yeah. it's always been it's always been solid. Like for breakfast, I if I'm looking for a, a full sit down breakfast, I know I can always go there and get the the uh, tamale breakfast platter. Like that's just it's my go to and then with lunch and dinner like the menus changed over time but i've i've never had anything i disliked there so um it's just it's a good fallback on but i don't typically eat quick service at california adventure it's i i go back over to disneyland for my quick service options
0: and- oh see i i am all about all the quick the quick options that are in california adventure i feel like i try to make like I'm stretching what the definition of a meal is by just continually eating everywhere. But, um, (laughs) I, I do, uh, what about you, Tyler? What do you
2: think? So I'm going to go back to, uh, casino, Cucamonga, uh, that, I mean, that's the thing is like that place. I wouldn't, you couldn't pay me to go eat at casino, Cucamonga. And then they changed the menu this year. And it was, and to me, it was like eye opening. I, I am one of those people that unapologetically likes Chipotle, and so, to me, they changed this into more of a Chipotle type thing with the cilantro lime rice. And do people you know, not like Chipotle? Like... What? No, I said I do like Chipotle. Oh, okay. I feel like I feel like a lot of people give you a bunch of crap for liking Chipotle, though. You know what I mean? Like, it, I I don't know. I I feel like I've said, oh, I like Chipotle, and people go, you like Chipotle? What's wrong with you? So I maybe that's just in that's my neck fine of the woods, dining
0: but, here in Florida. I don't yeah. know what people are giving you a hard time for.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but anyway. Um, So, Casino Cucamonga, I mean, we talked about the Torta Ajogada, Ahogada, but that thing is amazing with the El Pastor, um, and it has black beans, and it's like this big giant sandwich that they put sauce all over the top, and it's actually one of the places where you can actually find spicy food at Disneyland, like, um, I'm a spice fanatic, and like, so I I, I love the spice level on that thing, and we've tried, I think, all the meats there now, and none of them are bad. Um, and you can get the tacos or the bowl or, I mean, I suggest the torta and it comes with a big pile of that cilantro lime rice, which sometimes can be a little dry, but it's just, it's, it's amazing to me. And I just, I hope that they don't change it. Cause I know a lot of people have that aversion to cilantro and, you know, I don't want it to go the way of Pecos bill where they've kind of changed it away from the cilantro lime rice and stuff like that. So
0: I like Pecos uh, bill.
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't know for me. For me, Casino Cucamonga, number one. It used to be Garden Grill till they changed the menu here. But Garden Grill is now so often doing the specialty things. Like they're doing, they, they change their menu for Halloween. They change their menu for Christmas and stuff. So Garden Grill, I like it best when it's just like the Mediterranean food that they have there. They've got like the lamb kofta and, or the beef kofta, I should say. And uh, the, the different skewers with the tzatziki and the chimichurri and stuff like that. That's my other go-to when it's just the normal food over there at Garden Grill, but um, Casino you know, all the way. I so
0: for me, it's in that same area, and I oh, the only reason it's not cozy cone is because in my brain, I want to keep calling it a snack, so I don't just feel terrible about myself. <laughs> but I, I, I really like Pacific Wharf Cafe. Um, I know it's probably like not a lot of people's favorite or anything like that, but I just. I've eaten there a couple times and every time I very distinctly like remember eating there and enjoying every moment of it. You know, I, I really liked the, uh, the bread bowls. Um, it's, uh, it's basically, I, I, you gotta go when you're in California eventually, you gotta go into the, um, Oh my gosh, I am forgetting the name of it. The area with the free bread.
1: Like the Bodine area, yeah. the Bodine, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and you go in there, and I love that the sourdough—you can see all the sourdough being made there—and so, like, it's my favorite thing in the world that you can go around the corner and get soup and a sourdough, a sour bowl, a sourdough bread bowl. Boom, there we go. Um, and th- I and had that's a,
1: a really nice tour to take before, so you can see how your bread was made. Yeah, and that tour is really inspired by the one up north in San Francisco, so it's a good, good starting point to see about the history of the bread. And then you get your bread bowl. It's lovely.
0: Yeah, and I love that you don't have to get the soup in the bread bowl. So if it's like the summertime, you can do the salad um, and stuff like that, and it's still it's a it's like you know Craig used the word earlier about unoffensive. Like you can get a sandwich there if you need to, but you can also get like your. I find that I buy one of the loaves of bread before I go sometimes. A lot of the time there too, and I love that they always have them in like different theme shape. You know, so they've got like the candy cane one right now, and then the like the pull apart Christmas tree one. And um, I liked when it was Groot bread, so it was like his head had the the spicy jalapeno on it, and the thing it was cute. Um, But it, I, I always, it's the place that I always want to go eat when I'm there, but I never necessarily get to. So it always feels like a treat when I do actually get the time to be able to go there. So that's why it's my favorite. But. That's that. That is it. I'm going to I'm gonna call it. That's it. We're done. Um, so I honestly, again, we've said before that a lot of the food in Disneyland is really good. So those are our opinions on this. If you want to chime in with what your favorite or least favorite is, please feel free to do that. Um, if you're watching the video, go ahead and leave those comments right below us on uh, in the comment section below this video. But thank you, everybody, for having this conversation with me. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. And thank you, everybody, throughout this whole year supporting this rebranding of the show and um, – the different direction we're trying to take it in now. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, a whole new year of, whole new Disneyland experiences and in fact I'm going to be having one in just a few days so already had it I already had it because this show came out after I was there so (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs)
0: but yeah yeah Um, so again if you uh, if you like this please feel free to uh, if you're listening on iTunes to rate and review the podcast Um, if you're watching on YouTube feel free to subscribe to the channel you can click that little bell you'll get notified whenever we upload content with Disneyland Disney World Universal all these places that we love to go and and cover and everything like that, and uh, um, yeah, I guess that's it. I hope everybody has a good rest of 2018, and uh, we'll see you in 2019 with another another episode of the Disneyland Edition of the Disney Unplugged.